Captain's Log, Episode 51. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by the Beer and Cheese Collective, formerly known as the Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Now featuring the full array of the 2021 Goose Island Bourbon County brand stouts. Get them while supplies last, because when they're gone, they're gone. Until, you know, well, next year, 2022. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at the Beer and Cheese Collective. New name, same great place. On this installment, we welcome back returning California beer avenger, Brew Guy Phil. Learn all about Captain and the Beer Wonders trips to California and how Phil served as our spiritual guide. Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, Please enjoy episode 51, California, Beer We Come. Well, we're the Beer, 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 Beer Avengers, Beer, 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 Beer Avengers, Beer, 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 Beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Welcome to the BeerCast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And coming from you to you from an undisclosed location here in Central California, it's Brew Guy Phil. And we are... The, the Beer-vengers. Beer-vengers. That was a really good good one actually <laughs> yeah yeah i think we're all we're all in sync right away we're not even living together I love uh, yeah, it. that's right we are the beer avengers you're the beer avengers we've got a really exciting uh show coming up also i want to well before we get into that i want to welcome uh our returning beer avenger brew guy phil we haven't had you on in a while mm-hmm. so it's good to have you back um and and uh brew guy phil recently gave me a lot of wonderful advice for something we're going to be talking about very soon. Actually, we're gonna. Oh, oh, we don't need to tease it. We're gonna be talking about California. Uh, I uh, we will still certainly be talking about. Uh, we are still in New York, but Brew Guy Phil is in California, and and uh, Beer Wonder and I recently took trips out there, and he was a wonderful advisor, and uh, and so he's. We're gonna talk you through a lot of that. Um, anything and anything else we need to say up top, Beer Wonder? Uh, no, just that this is our. I'm gonna call it. It's a bicoastal episode. I feel like it is, Captain. It is. It's very yeah. exciting. We're getting the east and the west, and everyone has something to, to contribute. And I'm very excited to share uh, all of my uh, adventures out there as well. Excellent. Well, then, without further ado, let's get to the pours, shall we? What are we yes, waiting it, for? I, I I don't know. I don't. I and honestly, I just you know, it, it's it's been a minute since we've had a, a special guest returner. I mean, we had Huck last week, but you know, Huck is just part of the show every week. Um, so, uh, Brew Guy Phil, since you are technically living just a little bit behind us by, you know, hours, because it's it's a it's a little earlier where you are than it is where we are, I feel like, you know, daylight's burning for you, so we should probably let you go first. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Brew Guy Phil, what do, you, what do you have today? So, I recently moved to the uh, South Bay, and so this is from Humble Sea. This Ooh. is uh, Fog and Jerry, and they always have the craziest, most punniest names for their beers. 
And uh, this is a double dry hop, foggy, double IPA at 8%. Very nice. That sounds phenomenal. It's 12 in in the afternoon, but I'm off today. And uh, I'm doing a birthday beer share later this evening. So I might as well get one down early. Well, happy birthday, Brugai Phil. And thank you. Oh, it is your birthday? Is that what we're celebrating? It'll be my birthday. Uh, well, I'm celebrating today, but my birthday is on Saturday. All right. Yeah, Phil, well, would you hold that hold that up uh, next to the can so we can get a good look at that? Oh, my gosh. Yes. It looks like orange juice. It really yeah. does. Is that what it looks like in where you are? <laughs> exactly. This is exactly oh, how it looks. Uh, you know, a straw kind of orangish straw color. Mm-hmm. Um, nice, good head retention. And uh, just it reeks like cantaloupe and oh. mango and a little bit of banana in there. It's nice. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, what, what do you have here today, uh, Beer Wonder? Well, uh, I am very excited to be drinking a... Sponsored pour! A sponsored pour from the Beer and Cheese Collective. I know. 35-11 Ditmars, formerly a story of beer and cheese Ditmars. I know, and, and you know, it's, I'm very excited about this beer, but I'm also very excited about this glass that came with this beer. Um, dig in the new logo, so uh, make sure that you swing by and grab yourself a beer and some cheese there, uh, or additional other snacks. Um, but uh, I'm another, this beer today also comes from the County of Queens as well. It's from our good friends at Rockaway Brewing Company. Um, and it is their zombie juice black India pale ale that looks kind Ooh, of like this nice. made for the uh, Rockaway Film Festival. Um, so another kind of fun outside collaboration there. Uh, notably, it has an ABV of 6.66, which seems only right for a beer named zombie juice. Um, so let's see how it looks. Wonderful. Mm, it's a freshie. It's a beautiful crack, yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, dear. Oh, it's a I lovely know. color. Very dark, very brown. Uh, good bubble action happening. The head is growing nice and slow. Um, uh, and it still has that nice juicy flavor, but certainly does not look like what you'd expect for uh, for an IPA on there. So, Oh, that's great. I love black IPAs. Uh, mm-hmm. Very cool. The, uh, head sticking around nice, too. Oh, can't wait for this. Well, when I was in uh, when I was in uh, Southern California, primarily in the San Diego area, I brought a few different beers back with me, and I've, I've been trying to figure out which one to start with. Uh, mm. One that I got of this is I hadn't this hasn't been in the New York area for a while that I love is the uh, Victory at Sea from ah. Dallas Point. I was really yep. glad to get that one again. I also went to Alesmith, and mm-hmm. I had this special version of their Speedway Stout with Mexican dark chocolate, sea salt, and Mexican coffee. That's a wonderful one. Um, and when I was at McKellar, I, uh, got their version of the black is beautiful. Oh, um, nice. I'm having none of these right now. I'm having, uh, <laughs> this one from a nice small family brewery. I wound up, uh, finding myself at on the, the last full day that I was there, I was moving uh, between cities and I knew I had some time to kill before, uh, I could check into my hotel. And so I was just looking on the map and Googling things. And I found this nice little family brewery called jacked up. Um, and they, uh, and had a nice conversation with all of them there, uh, or at least some of them. And, uh, and, and before, and I was talking about the podcast and I said, Hey, uh, can I give you a beer, uh, that you can have on there? And so he like made this directly from the draft lines, this beer to go stout from jacked up. Uh, so straight from their drafts and three weeks later, here we are doing it on the show. Nice. Very, very, it's just, you can see a nice head with this one. 
Yeah, uh, let's check that out. Oh gosh, Ooh. nice What's and dark. What's the style? It, oh, it, it just it just calls itself stout. Okay, um, nice. it's a ten percenter, but they gosh. they did not call it an imperial or a foreign export. But uh, hmm. there you go. All right, because I, I remember I had a conversation with uh, young Theo when I was there, and I said, "Oh, it's it's uh, it's it, so is it an imperial?" It's like, "Well, we don't call it that." I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Your Avengers all. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, that's very smooth. Very nice. Mm. That's a nice Tuesday Tuesday afternoon uh, sip there. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. It's like a, you've got an early lunch and we've got an early happy hour and it's a uh, day drinking all around. Um, yes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all. Well, I, I want to know. So it did look like orange juice, and you said it had beautiful straw color. It had good head retention, which makes me think that there is a decent amount of protein in there. Tell me about this beer, because I might want one. Yeah. Um, the grain is really what comes through for mm-hmm. me, which is odd for a double dry hop, double mm-hmm. IPA. But I love that about Humble Sea. Yeah. is um, The hops don't really uh take away from the grain bill which i as a home brewer really appreciate because before i started home brewing i never really considered the grains too much yeah it was malty but i never was like oh is it two row is it pilsner right is it carapils you know what are they putting in there and um although i don't know exactly what this grain bill is you can mm-hmm. taste the grain and it's delicious mm, nice so more grain than hops for an IPA. That's always an intriguing combo. It's bitter and the okay. aroma, the, it's bitter and the aroma is definitely hoppy, but you can get the flavor profile is nice and bready, um, which, which is really welcome for me. Nice. That sounds pretty delicious. Well, for a, for a black IPA that I've got here, this one is quite the journey um, because it absolutely starts off nice and roasty sort of at the top. I mean, with this dark color, one would expect it to have that really good roasted characteristic. Um, but for a beer that looks as dark as it does, this is not going to be a captain style pour because it has got a very light mouthfeel. It's very oh, yeah. sort of smooth or very kind of watery in there. It's not, it's, there's not a heaviness to it that's... Um, that uh that kind of comes off the, the the front so the body is kind of surprising in that lightness um mm-hmm. and then while it does have sort of a gentle floral note where i really get like a citrus quality is at the very end so it starts yeah. roasty and then it's kind of refreshing and then you get a nice fruit finish i mean it so i guess it is sort of like the perfect horror movie like you know you 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 get startled and then you kind of relax a little bit into it and then they pack another punch at the surprise at the very end Cool. Do you get much roasted malt character, or did they keep that at bay? Oh no, that's off. That's at the very beginning for me. Okay. The the the, it really kicks with roastiness at the top. Um, that's where I notice that really off the bat. Um, and then it goes away as and as things lighten up, but then the citrus kicks in afterwards. It really is. It's a it's a whole three act play. (laughs) Wonderful. This uh, this stout, it's it's got a really nice. Uh, I mean, it's it's just a really solid, chocolatey, uh, full bodied. Uh, just it's it's a little. I mean, a little of that like almost like chicory taste to it, but it's it's really really good. Um, just a really solid non adjunct stout. Um, in fact, this is one of those places. This brewery, everything they had had that like very like minimalist names, like they have at mm. uh, that place we went to recently, Ebbs in Brooklyn. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, it was the the way I wound up there was I was uh I was I was getting finished in Lake Elsinore 
which is uh, I was there up there for a wedding and I was heading back to San Diego because I was flying out of there the next day. And I'm just looking on the map and I'm like, oh, oh here's a good brewery. Oh, they're closed on Mondays. Here's a good. Mm. OK, finally, I found Jacked Up. Uh, I was like, OK, sure. That looks like it's kind of on the way. I'll go do that one. And I went there and it was like, you know, a couple. I think there was maybe one other person there when I first got there. And there were never more than two people at the bar because it's a Monday afternoon. Um, so I got to to chat a lot. When it's such a family business, uh, the first guy I was talking to was uh, was Michael. And we, we had a really nice chat about it. He was too saying that like, yeah, it's, uh, the place is pretty busy uh, some of the times. And even like a weekday evening, which mm. which actually surprised me because I hadn't been anywhere in the San Diego area that seemed busy on a weekday evening. Uh, they were mostly closing at, you know, eight or nine o'clock. Uh, well, actually, maybe, maybe, maybe more like nine or 10 o'clock, but if you're in there at like eight 30, like there's not, not really many people around. So that was mm. kind of cool. Um, and then, uh, and then, then his wife came out and had to take him off because they were going to pick up some kind of a whiskey barrel or something earlier. Oh. And she was telling me all about this great dragon fruit IPA they have on there that, uh, that, uh, I guess it's, uh, it, it won some kind of award. I, I, I was looking hmm. it up. I couldn't find it. But one thing I hadn't really, she was like telling me all about exactly what color of the dragon fruit. I think they, they like to get it when it's pink uh, rather oh, than okay. more of a deeper red. Hmm. Um, and I said, yeah, it's really interesting because we don't really see dragon fruit uh, drinks on the, on the East coast. She said, yeah, yeah. It's the same reason for her. Why she's, they're probably never going to make like a blueberry wheat beer because right. they just can't get the blueberries when they're fresh enough there. And so they took off. And so their son, Theo took care of me from there on in. And we had a nice, nice conversation. He's oh, been, nice. uh, he's been looking to come out here on a, on a road trip. Uh, and uh, I got to give him a little bit of advice on exactly. He was, he was worried about having a car in New York. I said, well, oh, you'll yeah. be fine. I said, you'll be fi- just find somewhere to park it and you won't need a car in New York. Oh, he, he wanted a car in New York. I was going to say, Oh no, don't well, do he's that. Gonna, he's no, he's no, he's, he's not moving to New York. He's just looking to do a road trip. Right. And he was just concerned about how, when he brings his car into New York, what that's going to be like. I said, I said, just, just find somewhere leave, to park it. You leave that in Jersey. You leave that in yeah. Jersey. They, yeah. they, they, they do cars over there. We don't do cars here. That, that's very good. Yeah. Just like leave it in Jersey and then, then like park somewhere near the, like have, have a hotel, like near the path train or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can just go into York. You don't have to worry about your car at all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for a 24 year old, which I know, I know that's how old he was oh. because I was telling him that I'd been in uh, New York since 1997. <laughs> and he said, that's the year I was born. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ouch. So, yeah, but no, but but then so we're talking, and I'm talking about the podcast, and he said, uh, "Oh, uh, if, if I if I I said yeah, I'll be talking about you. Oh, if I give you a beer, can you talk about that?" I was like, "Yeah, oh, I mean, by give, he still charged me for it, but uh, I was uh, I was really glad to have it, and I'm uh, very glad it's right here. So, uh, thank nice. you to the whole family there at Jacked Up for taking such good care of me and uh, for making such wonderful beer. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, that's the tricky part, right? Most breweries I've noticed are closed Monday, Tuesday. And you make, you know, it makes sense. You got to be open on the weekends, so. Yeah. I mean, in right. San Diego proper, I was able to find some good stuff on Monday, Monday and Tuesday the previous week. But, right, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. So, man, San Diego, where did you, where did you start? This list you sent me, is that in chronological <laughs> order? Uh, oh, it, it, it is in chronological order. Uh, okay. I, uh, I, I was there basically, I was there Sunday through Thursday of of that week and then i uh it, although I, I managed to hit places pretty much everywhere except for saturday and sunday saturday was the, the, the was day of the wedding and and uh sunday was the wedding after party 
so uh, so I, I managed to fit something in pretty much every other day I was there, including the day I was flying back. Uh, they have a mm. really nice airport bar at uh, San Diego. Um, cool, yes. And it's funny because some some places you'll go and like, for instance, Cincinnati has incredible beer, but a horrible airport bar. And and one of those things where like they yeah, yeah where the, they sort of suck you into it because the, the like the word craft is in the name and you go up there and it's you know you've got a flight and you don't can't really go to any other bar and you think okay maybe they'll have some interesting local stuff and it's all in Bev crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, so it was really nice to see such a good uh, but that's of course I'm jumping to the end there. Uh, right. Yeah. What? What? Well, I was going to say, Captain, before because because you and I were we, we both traveled to California, but we did it at different times. So we both. That's had right. Sort of that's that's a little why for for our, our faithful fans out there. That's why. Thank you for being patient, waiting for us to get some new yep. uh, episodes on the air because uh, because we were so busy with all our traveling we, for about a month there, we didn't have time to put any more shows out. So we're yep. happy to be back doing this. So and while the captain was down, I believe uh, at an event in San Diego uh, or San Diego area, I was uh, a little closer to Brugai Phil. Uh, I was in what we might call some might call northern, but uh, we probably are going to call more central California. Uh, so yeah. just above the Bay Area um, uh, with uh, who wrote this shit, which some of you may have watched along with on Monday nights uh, on the interwebs. Uh, we had our first live shows out there. So so it was an interesting sort of like next to each other kind of almost parallel experience. That's um, right. I think I left town the day after you got back or something that's like right. that. That's right. <laughs> so we got we got the whole state covered because I got that sort of central northern part. You've got the southern part and Brooke, I feel, has the whole damn state. So yes. today is, is love for California, clearly. All things California you'll, you'll get from us today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So who was there first? So I showed up first. Okay. And then yes. you left and he came in. Okay. And then I left and, and Captain came in. And, and Captain did a little bit more. I mean, you know, I was there doing a show. So I, I had a little bit less time to go and explore uh, the scene. In fact, I didn't wind up going to any breweries while I was there. Um, in fact, because we were performing at a lot of venues that did have uh, alcohol. Uh, so I was excited to try things, uh, you know, at the venues where we were we were operating but since captain you know you were at some breweries i'm curious if there was one that was like an early standout for you an early standout uh, mm-hmm. i mean there's just there's just so many um i chose the area to to stay in mostly uh well i mean my initial thought was some of my favorite breweries were right in this area called miramar uh mm-hmm. and uh, and i immediately reached out to phil and i said hey is this a good place for base of operations and he said, yeah. And then he, because I'd mentioned like two or three breweries I wanted. And then he sent me like a list of 20 that, uh, <laughs> with, with, with various rankings. Like he said, these are must do's. These are all good if you can make it, not essential, and mm-hmm. many things in between. And, uh, and so it was, it was really great. Uh, Miramar is just one of those areas. It's, it's very industrial. Uh, uh, but despite that, there are some breweries that have some pretty amazing presentation. Mm. Yes, that was kind of my stomping ground. Uh, when I say growing up, it seems so long ago. I'm about to be 35 on Saturday. But yeah, like when I started drinking, that was my my little stomping ground area, Miramar. I'm from um, from like the Mira Mesa area of San Diego. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's so many great breweries tucked into that little area. And it's I think it's like a mil- more of a military base um, than anything else. And there's very heavy military presence in the area. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of really successful breweries in the area. And so the first one on the list I see here is White Labs, yes. which is essential if you're a brewer. Have you ever yeah. had an experience like that before? 
No, I hadn't. Yeah, that was uh, I had just gotten into town uh, and uh, I, you know, got my rental car, found out I had to spend more on it than I initially had, which is always fun. Uh, you know, because you think, uh, but anyway, that, that's neither here nor there, but I got to my hotel and they said, oh yeah, it's uh, we're ready to check in in an hour or so. So I like said, well, what's the closest of the places Phil told me about? And, uh, mm-hmm. I believe white labs was three tenths of a mile from my hotel. So I went over there. Um, and there was, uh, there was a, the bartender was there and then there was a guy, uh, sitting next to me who worked at stone brewery. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. all, it's very like, uh, uh, that industry, uh, heavy crowd. Uh, and, uh, the, the most, the, the thing that struck me right away was that since they are so into developing their own yeasts, that all of the beers that are listed have the number of yeast, uh, or because they're all of the yeast they're, they don't, they don't have like names like beers do. They just have <laughs> numbers. So here's, this one has yeast 686 and this beer has yeast 723 and et cetera. And so that was, uh, that was cool. I had a nice conversation. Uh, got a lot of advice from from both of them uh, as far as other things that to inform the rest of my week. Uh, also, had some real, uh, had a couple of really good beers there. Nice. Well, I was yeah, going to ask, Peru, Phil, do you use their yeasts? Do you have a connection to that side of their their product? I have used it in the past. I have moved on to other yeasts. Um, in fact, I really like um, cloning yeast, which is you mm-hmm. take a can of beer that you want to use for a clone and you kind of sit it out at room temperature for a few weeks and then pitch that into a, a yeast starter and mm. you can actually grow yeast from the can um, to brew that style. So I do that a lot because it's cheaper. Um, but yeah, I've used White Labs before. And for those of you who uh, aren't familiar with White Labs, when you go in and you order a beer, you're ordering a style. So you order like an IPA and they'll bring you four or five different tasters um, with all the different yeasts that they would use. They'd use a Belgian yeast or a British yeast or a West Coast yeast or an American yeast. So you get to really see the difference in the beer. Everything's kept the same. The only variable is the yeast. So uh, it helps you as a brewer um, kind of lock in those qualities that you might be after. Right, because when you're, because you're, we we had you on before. We talked about you. You've been a home brewer from way back, yes. um, and uh, and so yeah. So most, I, I understand that when you go to a home brew store, most of the yeast you see is from White Labs, as well as a lot of breweries use their yeast as well. Exactly. Yeah, they're we're pretty well known. There's a few other companies too, um, but yeah, White Labs is definitely one of the industry finest. Yeah, I, they I, are I, in I, fact the yeast that I used in my brewing adventures. So I was excited yeah, to hear yeah, that you had been yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I think I just had so many good conversations. When I was there that I can't tell you what beer I had when I. That, that's ultimately I I I I you know I care for all the beer vendors who want their information from me here, and I do my best to do some record keeping. But as a human being, I find that more often than not, that uh, the, if the experience trumps being able to keep records, the experience always comes first. Uh, and so if I'm having a nice conversation and I can't find a subtle time to take a picture of my beer and scribble something down, I don't. Uh, similarly speaking, whenever I have a, I see a few of these places where I had mostly flights and mm. anytime I have a flight, there's no record. Cause I just want to dive in as soon as I get these five beers there in front of me. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to write down five different names. Not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like we were saying, um, Miramar, it's, uh, it's pretty much like the central beer hub for most of California or San Diego. And, and when uh, the captain hit me up, he's like, where should I go in San Diego? Like I said, we hit uh, about 20 different 
send him a list of 20 different breweries. And so he hit up, let's see here, Ballast Point, Pure Project, um, Ale Smith, McKellar, and Society. Those are all within that same area, like really great breweries. Um, Belching now, Beer. Is, it, is that pronounced Society or Societe? Societe. I wasn't sure. It actually, <laughs> and it has an E on the end of it. <laughs> that's, right, that's how they spell right. the name of it. Yeah. I've always just said society. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that's um, how you spelled it when you first sent it to me too. So I had to, it's like, what's he talking right. about here? And I figured yeah, it out. Yeah. You have to throw the little thing on the E. Yeah. Uh, great Belgian beers though. They have, they do a really great program. Um, a lot of different Belgian styles of beer coming out of there. Good IPAs too. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, uh, very predictably, I had a stout when I was there uh, because why are well, we not here, surprised? <laughs> here's essentially what ha- I mean. There were there were places where if I had like more than one, I might uh, if I would place where there weren't any stouts, I would I would experiment a little beyond that. Uh, but uh, when I got to that place, let's see, I'm looking at my notes here. I'm trying to see where I have that one. Yeah, I feel like the day I went to Society uh, was a day that I. Uh, I was kind of deliberately scaling things back. My first two days, I kind of hit it hard, and I was like, "Okay, I need a, I need a sort of." A, I was thinking about the next day going to Old Town, but I realized a lot of places I was looking at there were closed on Tuesday. So I said, "Okay, Tuesday is going to be a chill day." Um, and uh, and so, like, I started out at that. What was that uh, great burger place you told me about, uh, Phil? The friendly. The friendly. Yeah, I went there. Had a great beer there. Um, you had told me about the Belching Beaver, not not too far from there. Right. Uh, but unfortunately, that location is currently undergoing some kind of renovations. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so really, the only places I went brewery wise that day were North Park and Societe. Now, North Park, you had said that's one of your top three in the whole San Diego area, so I had to try yeah. that. Yeah, and that, I had a I had a really good triple IPA. I believe that was their Citra Collider. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. They do the Collider series, which is uh, Lupulin Collider, Citra Collider, Galaxy Collider, um, and it's just all their different hop series. They'll do single hops. They'll do. They've done like Lupulin Powder, Cryo Powder hops. Uh, it's it's intense. Hop fused, you name it, they're doing it. Yeah, I did, I did a combination that week of uh, if I if I wanted to just let myself go, I would I would go around with the lift, but I would occasionally go. Okay, I can drive here and have one beer. And that's kind of what I did there. So I told the guy behind the counter when I saw they didn't have any of my style there. And I, I it was a little uh, out of my uh, out of my depth. And I said, I, I think I'm only going to have one beer here. If I only have one, which one should it be? And uh, and that's the one he directed me towards. Nice. Uh, and then I went to Societe right after that. Uh, and and I, I will say, I, I'm sure everything you said is is absolutely right. But the Russian Imperial Stout is also pretty awesome. Uh, nice. It's called the Butcher. Um, okay. just one of those really good kind of high ABV, but really smooth, uh, beers, which I'm always, always impressed when they manage that. So, uh, and that was just a regular straight stout, not a barrel aged, no adjuncts. Well, it was, it was Russian Imperial. So okay. it was, it meant it was kind oh. of a high ABV. Yeah. Uh, ABV. maybe, maybe not quite, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to look on the, on the list here and, uh, okay, here we go. It is a, uh. Okay, it's a nine point six 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 percent. Those sixes coming in. It handy comes back today. to us again. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's like, that's how it's listed on a tap is nine point six 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 percent. So yeah. So definitely you'd say it's it, it would be closer to Imperial, but it was also, yeah, you're right. No adjuncts as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. Just a really, really solid Russian Imperial stout. So uh 
in fact, and I think I, if, if I weren't driving, uh, I probably would have tried one of the things that were more in their wheelhouse. But, uh, uh, like I said, I was, that was, that was my day where I was sort of, I had already decided in the next couple of days I could go a little heavier, but I had Sunday and Monday. I was just so I'd abused myself so much. I had to back off a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. the other place I went that day was, uh, was that another place you told me about, I didn't put this on the list. Uh, the, uh, where is it? The common theory public house. Oh yes, yes, yes. So I went there and I wound up having a beer from, uh, from North coast, North, North, North coast. Yes. Uh, the, uh, Rudrick's red seal. Yeah. Um, they're up here. Ooh. Uh, that's Mendocino. Yeah. That's North Northern California. Yeah. They, they have a lot of good <laughs> stuff. I, this is one that I'd never seen on the East coast. So I decided, uh, to give that one a try and now speak now that we're back talking about what's in Northern, I feel like we've been neglecting, uh, beer wonders experience. Uh, yeah, well, I have, mean, yeah. Yeah. I had I had some fun, some interesting experiences. So, you know, I was there for those of you who may watch the show, you know, Chelsea Bierce, uh, who is our center square on who wrote this shit, uh, was, you know, it was sort of hosting us. And we had hotel rooms and things. But uh, the very first day that we showed up, of course, we went over to her place and we hung out with her for a little while. And she um, she served me a really uh, unique beer that I was just very, very excited about. Now, it oh, was do tell. It, it was a bottle. It was, I believe, bottle conditioned. It came in this really lovely, you know, sort of darker, uh, kind of more of a, I was a little surprised if the bottle was more greenish than I would have expected. And it had this really kind of like reddish tint. Uh, and I believe that uh, it was uh, referred to as um, a Zinfandel. So, oh, this was like, so it was a beer that was maybe aged in Zinfandel barrels. No, I don't think it was aged in the. Ba- I mean, I think it was conditioned in the bottle. Is 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 the sense I was I, getting? Um, you know, that might be uh, you know one of those Napa Sonoma beers I keep hearing a lot about. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I was a little surprised because they did mention that the fermentable sugars were actually grapes. So I was oh, a little confused. That's wine. That's yeah. I think you're uh, having a wine. wine I think that was a wine. Oh. Okay, well, I, I will say it was very good, and you know we were. I, I, know, in the, I know there's so there's so many genres out there. It's easy to get confused. Sometimes. At this point, so, yeah, it, the, it, it gets a little it gets a little difficult. But I, I will say it was it was very good, and uh, you know, and, and I was very you know no, very low carbonation. Yeah, very kind of uh, a little sweeter than I had anticipated. An interesting tannic note that I'm not used to. Um, but it was it was definitely very exciting uh, and nice to be you know. And they said locally produced, so I was glad to be supporting the the local uh, alcohol industry there yeah, even definitely. if it it may have been a, it, it was a wine it was a wine i think that one was a wine i think that was a wine yeah i think that was a wine okay well so that was that was certainly one of my first notable experiences um but captain were there other spots that you thought really like sung to you that you want to oh so many uh I, actually i know phil's one I, I probably should have sent you the master list i sent to phil phil uh anything anything jumping out at you on the list i sent you there well, so if you like the stouts and the barrels and the adjuncts, uh, what did you think of Modern Times? Did you mm. get your stout oh, fix there? Modern Times was was fantastic. I did have at one point. I, I think I'd been having so many uh, like tasting like flights and such. I got there and I said, you know, I want a full pour, and I wound up getting the. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, I got their Benevolent Demon, which oh, is uh, it's like an imperial porter. Really, yes. really good. Um, had some uh, had some nice uh, uh, a flight of something there. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, like I said, I took the picture, but I don't remember the names of it. But it was it was one of these things where like something had kicked, and I looked up and there's okay, there are four different things I want, uh, and I can't have all four of them. So this is the perfect time for uh, 
for right. a flight. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was an interesting thing. I wound up going there because I had been hearing about uh, that Old Town was a fun place to hang out in. Uh, yeah. So I, I took a lift down to Old Town uh, and I got there. This is one of my earlier starting days. I think I probably got there around 11 and I was also I was like hanging around there a little bit longer uh, because I knew Modern Times wasn't open till noon or perhaps afterwards. Uh, so I went there. I went to this uh, cool place called uh, Rose's Tasting Room. That's right in the midst sure. of all the all the stuff there. And I got a. Well, this is I didn't I never made it to this brewery, but uh, the one I had there was called from like Little Little Miss Brewing. Do you know them? Oh uh, yeah, Phil? yeah, I know them. They're in North Park area, also. Yeah. Yeah, and they I wound up getting this. Uh, what they call this? Their Blitzkrieg, Blitzkrieg, uh, mango. Uh, see, this is funny. I, I wrote these initials down, and I, I thought I knew what it meant. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, the initials are the same as Beer Wonders, uh, oh. and uh, it's oh, it's a Berliner Weiss. Oh, that oh, makes okay, sense. Nice. Yep, yeah, it was a really, really nice flavor well, to it. And with the, mango, that actually sounds very good. Uh, and uh, and in fact, they also did a really interesting rim with it. Mm. Uh, sort of a spice spiced rim. It wasn't no, it wasn't salt. It wasn't Ooh. like a honey uh, cinnamon sugar kind of thing. It was it was a here's here, actually here's the funny thing. Uh, I asked the guy what it was twice, and the words just didn't mesh with me. There's some kind of local uh, thing. And then a friend of mine actually was the, the, the night runner mentioned something when I posted a picture of it. I said, yeah, it's, it's some kind of, it's, it's, it, no, it's not, it's not what you think it is, but it is like, it's sort of like a spicy thing. And then the person from Rose's tasting room actually said what it was called on there. So if anyone wants oh. to take that deep dive and find <laughs> that beer and find that running conversation, you will know what that spice dream was. But yeah, I went there and then I went to, uh, I did finally make it to modern times, uh, and uh, really, really nice experience there, too. Uh, yeah. I, I, I had my first beer sitting out there. They have a really nice outdoor space. And then I had the flight sitting at the bar and uh, really good. Uh, and then I walked up to uh, that uh, market, the Liberty Market. Yes, they're amazing. They got some good stuff going on there. Is yeah. that a food and beer venue or what? what else, what's what's it's, it's like kind of a mall. Would you call it that, mall. Phil? Yeah, yeah, it's a mall. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to the watermelon and the rim, oh, yeah. I think it's called tagine. It's a it's a very That's common ex- Mexican uh, spice that they put on watermelon and and some margarita rims. It's really good. Yeah, it was it was delicious. Uh, yeah, really really liked it. Um, but Liberty Market, yes, it's a it's the mall definitely. Okay, I went there specifically because Stone was there, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and I mean I know what from what I hear the well Phil you were telling me that the place at Escondido is. It's just sort of massive, right? Yeah, it's very much. It's the brew house. Um, they're putting. It's they have a world beer garden there. Oh, nice. Um, and it's just a big outdoor where you wander around, drink your beer, take a little tiny hike, um, sort of. And thing. And although although the one in in Liberty Market is smaller, it's like one of the biggest things in the market. It's just mm-hmm. this huge thing. It feels like you're in a restaurant on Disney property. Uh, yes. For for good or ill, if you like that, you'll yeah. love it. Uh, if that. I, I, I was sort of like in the middle of it. I was like, I appreciated all the effort. Well, you were, I, 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 I realized you told me that your dad was one of the designers of it. So I'm not, I'm not trying to denigrate it in any way. Well, no, the, the landscaping, one of his company for, uh, that he worked at years ago, uh, they were part of that project for the stone, uh, in San Marcos area. And, and, and it's quite an achievement. Uh, and they yeah. also have some really great stuff they do there with, uh, trying to keep points of contact minimal, 
where you you know they'll they'll take you they will take you to a, uh, where you are and if you're by yourself you're like there's no one really near you uh, and you can't order directly from your server you have oh. to do it on your phone uh, to like find the thing on the menu and or which but there were some there were still very the, aside from that though the servers were were very friendly. Uh, and, and gave me some good advice. Uh, I wound up having the uh, Chocavesa Tres Leches when I was there. Ooh, that sounds very much like a Captain Beer. <laughs> what I mean, I think I've talked. To, I think I had Chocavesa. I was going to say, I think you year. may have. Yeah, uh, that's always one of my favorite ones every year. This was the Tres Leches thing, and I actually have seen it at. Uh, well, <laughs> let's do another plug, another plug for our sponsors here. Wait, the, at, the Beer and Cheese Collective. I did see it, the Beer and Cheese Collective, as soon as I got back. So I'm glad to know that I'll, I'll get another taste of it. But it was great to get it, that on draft uh, right there at the source. Nice. Um, and then from there, I got a I got a lift down to uh, to Little Italy. Okay. Uh, where I visited another ballast point because uh, ah. I I just hadn't gotten enough the other day before that, uh, and uh, wound up having there. Oh, they had a really good. I had I had I had gotten so much out of my system with the flight two days before. I know actually I didn't talk much about their other Ballast Point. Ballast Point in Miramar is just a really great experience. Mm. Um, we we mentioned uh, about how a lot of those places in Miramar are are so industrial, uh, but then all of a sudden you'll you go take a right, take a left, and what do you know? Here's a tasting room, uh, right. and yet both Ballast Point and Alesmith really put a lot into making the place its own real experience, making it a destination. Um, right. and, and, and that's why I was so impressed with the, with ballast point when I got there. Uh, the one in little Italy is nice. Uh, it's a much more smaller scale. It feels just more like a bar. I, I think they brew beers there as well, but, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I'm, I'm now Phil, th- this is, uh, I know this is a bit of a tangent here, but, uh, I've heard a lot of really interesting stories about what Ballast Point has been through over the right. last five or six years. And I had not, yeah. I had not heard of this at all. I, uh, I, I recently, I mean, when, when we were getting it on the East coast, uh, victory at sea has been one of my very favorite ones. I, uh, I, I look on untapped and I've, I've logged a lot of them between like 2014 and maybe 2017. Uh, I remember at one point, uh, the when back when uh, the beer and cheese collective was called a story of beer and cheese Ditmars, they had uh, a big thing there uh where they had like a whole tap takeover event i have a souvenir glass from that that event uh but hadn't seen them much around here for a while but i realized part of that was it was a some i, I heard every place i went and i talked about it i heard another version of f- heard a few other like speculations and weird hmm. details apparently so they were bought uh at some point by some company for a billion dollars. Yeah, it was a big sale. I forget the name of the company. It's like Gold Star or Blue Star Distribution. Some, some place that was more interested in being having a macro than a micro. Yeah, and I think that they're out of like uh, Australia or, or Indonesia or New Zealand. Something tells oh, wow. me that's where they're from. But yeah, it's like Blue Star or Gold Star. Don't quote me on any of this. Distribution yeah. company. And uh, they bought up Ballast Point. And um, almost ran them into the ground. It sounds like. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure all the details, but all I know is they went from being craft brewery to being like a macro. They got bought out. And so they were like basically on the same level as Budweiser and Miller and Coors. And and someone told me that because of that, unlike what you see with uh, with like something that's like Goose Island, it sounds like they probably messed with it a little too much. Maybe the beer wasn't as good for a while. 
Yeah, I think they might have lost some of that integrity of their product. And um, yeah, I don't know. I personally loved Ballast Point when I was in San Diego and living in San Diego and started drinking. Let's see here. I turned 21, probably <laughs> 2000 and uh God, what the heck year was that? 2010, 2011? Yeah, that was and, when it was uh, at a, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, of course, still craft back then. Same with Green Flash. They were still craft. And then Green Flash got bought out. Oh, I didn't know about that. I didn't realize yep. that. Oh, that's too yep. bad. Green Flash got bought out after they had bought Alpine. And uh, yeah, again, I kind of stopped drinking them after they got bought out because I prefer to give my money to the craft beer scene. I will say what appears to be a happy ending, though, to the whole Ballast Point saga, though, is that eventually they ran it into the ground so much that someone, a little more indie uh, kind of place in Chicago, bought them for like maybe a tenth of what they were. I think they bought them for like a million dollars or something. Oh, wow. And they have them back on track towards becoming more of a that the craft uh, thing that they were born into. And uh, and so they seem to be back on track to becoming, uh, you know. It's it's been a period of adjustment, but they're still standing, and uh, and I had a great experience there, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, some of their stuff will make it to the East Coast again. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. actually, Bear, Bear Wonder, you were saying that you've been seeing their sculpting here. I have uh, been seeing their sculpting, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I, still, which I really enjoy. So, so if they can send their sculpting here, they can they can get back to sending the victory at sea here as well. Yeah. They can. Yeah, I remember for it was 2013 and I was doing my birthday brew tour and I had all my buddies meet up. We started at Stone mm-hmm. and then we went down to Ballast Point and then we went to Green Flash and that was like the trifecta. We did the three breweries that one day and by the time I got to Green Flash, they hand me to, they handed me my beer and I took it and it just dropped on my, on my hand and shattered on the <laughs> oh ground. I was that like, you're cut off. And then all my guests went and bought me a beer anyways. So I still was drinking. It was a good birthday. Sounds that like sounds it. what you remember of it anyway. Yes, yes. And I remember it. So. Well, there you go. Well, I, I'll be honest. I remember my the second interesting beer that I had. Now, this was in a, a little town called Sacramento. Brew, Guy Phil, I don't know if you're familiar with them. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I heard they were called the Inland Empire, that they're part of that. I, you know, yeah, that whole definition, I think it just includes like this, the whole San Joaquin Valley area all the way down to Ventura, I think. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was impressed by Sacramento. I mean, it was a nice little town, uh, and uh, we were working uh, at a, a club called Badlands, which is uh, actually a drag club. So our second show was there. And, you know, as the host of this show, I'm frequently, I'm given a beverage of choice. And so uh, I told the bartender, you know, to surprise me. And, you know, word had gotten to them that, you know, I I enjoy things that were a little bit more local, a little bit more crafty. Um, And so uh, I didn't get a chance to see it poured, uh, but it came to me in this very unique looking beer glass. It had a very long stem uh, and it was it was almost uh, it was almost goblet style. I was really intrigued by sort of how the the presentation and kind of like what they have at Finback. This sounds like like more. Sorry. More wine. This no, 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 no. They they assured me that this one was from a local Sacramento area uh, brewery. They, um, they, from a brewery. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They, I mean, well, they said it was a you know it was local, a, locally made alcohol, and so a brewing uh, type facility locally. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know, really, really uh, authentic. It no, it was. I thought it was going to be more of a captain style beer. Uh, uh-huh. I was you know because it had this sort of darker color to it. Um, 
And it was so interesting to have something in like a goblet environment. And so, sure, sure. so I, I took a sip uh, and I thought it was really good. Very, very sweet, um, kind of fruity in a really interesting way. Um, again, not a lot of carbonation. So I was a little, I figured maybe it was a cask ale of some sort. Uh, and when I asked the bartender what, um, what it was called, uh, he said that it, it was called, um, uh, it was really hard to pronounce, but I think it's either uh, Shiraz? Shiraz. Um, Shiraz? It was either Shiraz or Syrah because those are pretty, that's pretty much, depending on where it's made, those are both two different kinds of uh, red wine. A, a red wine. Yeah. Oh. It's the same you. grapes, but they're called different things on different continents. But uh, oh, okay. yeah, right. Shiraz yeah, and Syrah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Well, for, but wait, no what, was what, it a good wine? Was it a good wine? I, I thought it was very tasty. Yeah, yeah and it yeah. really did. It, it got. I mean, I, I was buzzed very quickly, so I figured it was like a high alcohol product of some sort. But anyway, I was very impressed. Again, locally made in that sort of like Sacramento area. The the I believe they were calling it Napa based. It was. Yeah, oh, I was thinking it said that has something to do with cabbage, but you know. <laughs> Right, yeah, I went. I went right. to the last last California wedding I went to was in that area, and mm, uh, mm-hmm. it was in. Uh, well, I, we flew into Sacramento, but the wedding was in Davis, okay. and wound up doing a lot of nice uh, vineyards visit visits there. Oh, I, nice. that, to be honest, yeah, the last time I was in the area you're in, I only had wine too, mostly. I think. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I you know, I. No, yeah, I mean, I'm not playing. Really that's all you had. I'm sure you're getting no, some interesting beers. But of yeah. course. I mean, here's the thing. We just we clearly had two misses so far, but you know, the oh, last yeah, yeah. one, the last one. I think was a real winner. Which one is that? Okay. So we were in Benicia and Brooke, I feel, I don't know how familiar you are with Benicia. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get to drive by it all the time. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, you know, it, it seems like a very small town and it was sort of, uh, a little bit industrial. Um, and we were at a place called the cellar. Um, and that was our final, uh, location. So a lot of age beers. Exactly. That's which is sort of what we were what we were uh, looking at. And now I checked on the seller's Instagram, aged beers, cellared beers. This was going to be a really great thing. And I saw that they had been to a brewery that I think is in Berkeley called um, Fieldworks Brewing Company. Um, And they make really interesting beers. I think I've had one or two here um, in New York. Phil, I don't know if that's a regular spot for you. Uh, I love field work. Yeah, I used to go there quite regularly. Now that I'm in the South Bay, there's not really a location close enough. Mm-hmm. But hopefully it'll open something somewhere soon. Nice. Um, well, so we did the show there and, and it was great. And at the very end, they they offered me, you know, I, I said, you know, I'm, I'm looking for something really local. I want to try the, 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 the best selection. Um, and they handed me, um, this one was interestingly in a, like a straight-sided glass. So that was kind of interesting. It was sort of, you know, this was sort of like funky, kind of cool, like relaxed environment. So, um, and again, darker than I was anticipating, lower uh, carbonation level, uh, but a really nice sort of like, they they told me it was, it was like, this is the the most prevalent beer you're going to find in California. Um, And it it had a two-part name. Let me see if I can remember what it was. Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, it's another wine. That's another yeah, wine. Yeah, another wine, yeah. It's a yeah, great wine. Yeah, wine there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cab yeah. Sav, Cab Franc, Cabernets, yeah. or, you know, California Cabernet. You can't go wrong with that yeah. if you're looking for wine. Yeah. Again, very low carbonation. Very low carbonation. Yeah, really smooth, Not though. Not much hop. No. No hops. Very tannic, though. I really, I, I was, I, I saw that parallel with hops. So, 
All right. So the beer wonder is not an idiot. I know that I only drank wine, but yeah, the yeah, real. But it sounds the, like you had a very spirited uh, trip, nonetheless. I did have a very spirited trip. Uh, we were bouncing all over in so many different locations that unfortunately I wasn't able to get to any vineyards, and I was with a group of people who are not huge beer people, which is totally yeah. fine. And so oftentimes we were trying out the wine scene, um, and this was my first experience in the Napa area, and I was wowed as someone who doesn't particularly enjoy wine in general. It's not usually my first go-to. Uh, it actually gave me a little bit more of an interesting taste for it. And I don't know if there's something about the the freshness, the fact that I was in the area, the fact that I was around all of the vineyards, but it, it, it didn't, it, it, it kind of brought me back to enjoying that. So believe it or not, since I got back to New York, I have actually been balancing a little bit more of my beer drinking with more of my wine drinking after a little bit of a California wine adventure. Now, I'd hope to get to Russian River. I'd hope to hit some of the, you know, spots. I guess, that... I guess this just means you have to go back. Yeah, you clearly. Come back. Clearly. Clearly. It just means that a return trip is in order. Yeah, so we'll have so. to take you around and show you all the good spots. Well, Brug, I feel, uh, I was going to say, don't, uh, you know, be careful what you wish for, because I may take you up on that for sure. Yes. Uh, that that particular area, there's a lot of good breweries. Cooperage is uh, known for their, their barrel aging and their sour beers. There's Hen House, hmm. which is not a, not a macro brewery, although they'd fool you because they distribute throughout the whole West Coast. Really solid beers on a regular schedule. Um, Lagunitas is out there, which is always a fun stop. Yep. Um, very classic California brewery. And then, like you said, Russian River, great beers. Um, keeps coming out with new stuff. Vinny is great. And so, yeah, a lot of good beers in that area, a lot of good tap rooms in that area. And then when you get to the East Bay, it just gets better. So yeah, you'll have to come visit. Clearly. Well, you know, I've, I have an expectation that as the world continues to open up, I may make my way back to California to actually drink beer this next time. Now there's uh, a chance there. that I'll be in the East Coast this <gasps> summer. There's what? a chance. Yes. My, oh my family... Goodness. The majority of my family is from the East Coast. My dad's from Brooklyn, actually. Mm. And a lot of my family's still in that area. And um, there's a family reunion, and they're going to be in Delaware, Rehoboth Beach, I think. Yeah. Nice um, and then out to Jersey, I think they said Cape May. Um, so I'd hope to get an extra week after I'm done with family stuff to come and see like Equilibrium and Other Half and Finback and all those breweries in the New York area. Yeah. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, well, speaking of uh, other breweries, it uh, looks like you have another uh, beer there, Phil. Oh my goodness. Yes. Very exciting. This is uh, another one from humble sea. They're, they're Ooh, kind of my new local brewery since I moved. I don't know if anyone's a dragon ball Z fan, but they call this one dragon ball C. And like <laughs> I said, uh, all their beers have the most ridiculously punny names. They have, um, Shrimp don't kill my vibe, uh, <laughs> or shrimp don't krill my vibe. That's what it is. Oh, um, that's cute. Snoop yeah. Fog. Uh, yeah, just are you afraid of the shark? <laughs> They're uh, based in Santa Cruz. Now hold that up while you're pouring it, Phil. Yeah, so let's see. Oh, yeah, let's yeah, see yeah, that yeah. pour. Yes, I got my fieldwork glass. I should turn that around so I don't. <laughs> oh, fieldwork. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Oh, beautiful. Very nice. You yeah, know, so this so is... There's uh, some greens in there. <laughs> yes. This is 8.5% double dry hop. Oh, wow. Beautiful can, too, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right. 
It's cashmere, mosaic, Eldorado, and citra. Ooh, fun. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, as long as you're doing second pours, you know, I know we're not quite out of New Year- out of LA, out of California just yet. We might, might have a little more to talk about there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to bring us halfway across the the country here with a uh, sponsored pour with a sponsored pour from the Beer and Cheese Collective, formerly Story Beer and Cheese, Didmars. Uh, this is from our friend Didmars. Yes, uh, and it and it is that is in New York, but this is sort of since we're starting to move across the country again, we're in the Midwest, and we have a three Floyds here. Oh, uh, okay. it is a uh, uh, let's see here, it's a cherry Canis Invertus. It is a mm. Flemish style red ale brewed with cherries. Oh, fun! Um, oh, look, I have my tap room bottle opener right here. Oh, lovely! Is this a Tavor uh, delivery from you or? Oh no! This is a sponsored no, pour. It's a sponsored this pour. is a sponsored pour, yeah. and this is because since I uh, I'm I'm now an investor in Taproom, they sent me uh, this nice little bit of swag there. Uh, oh nice! All right, so let's take a look at this. Oh, coming out of a bottle, very nice. Oh, it's there. pouring very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Flemish red. Yep. Yeah, okay. that's beautiful right there. Uh yeah, it's got that. It's got that nice sort of like brownish slightly reddish color i do and i do cherries are really strong really strong cherry nose i can today. imagine that sounds sounds like a good fall winter time beer sounds like a good honestly thanksgiving beer i think so yes uh it, you might be hearing this a week or so after thanksgiving but we are recording this thanksgiving week so uh aside from our california being our our primary theme but uh, i guess thanksgiving could be a secondary and we're thankful we uh got we're able to get together and have all these beers today um i i phil do you have any 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 last questions about my i because like i know there's so much more if there's i i, I don't want to like spend another half hour talking about all these things so is there anything you're you really want to know about uh my my california san diego trip what was your favorite brewery out of the whole lot that you visited mm, good question Okay, so I would say that Ale Smith and Ballast Point really met expectations in a big way. So they were, it was like, I, I feel that's almost a boring answer because those are the main reasons I went to that area, but they were also really good. Uh, Modern Times was uh, was very well recommended and very, I didn't know what to expect at all there and had a really wonderful time there also. Um, mm-hmm. It was interesting going to Pizza Port. You told me about that place uh, right. because they... they they had some really nice beer. I kind of got lost on my way there because I think I put the wrong address in when you initially told me I put the wrong address into my phone. And so it sent me totally on the wrong direction. So I wanted like going up and down <laughs> to, to get there because I went to the place that they originally were. Uh, Pizza Port is also the original uh, home of Stone. That was where their very oh, first wow. place, right? Yeah, it's um, all of that was kind of port brewing and that, that turned into Lost Abbey. But and before it was they, that, it was stone. I'm just, I mean, there's there's they got a big plaque on the wall saying this is where the very first stone beer was. ever. Oh, brewed. maybe the location. Yes. Yeah, maybe I think that's what the, it is. Where stone yeah. was originally yeah. brewing and then Pizza Port took over the location. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, somehow it split into Lost Abbey, which split into the hop concept. So there's a quite a tradition of beer in that area. Um, and that same day, I had a really nice experience right around the corner from there. It was that went to Culture, had a nice export stout. Oh, uh, yes. And had a very pleasant conversation uh, out in their backyard area. It was, it was like they were just opening for the day. And there was some guy who'd been who's on, on a long bike ride to sit up there. So I talked to him for a while there, uh, comparing various notes. And that was great. Um, I, I will say, I'm going to say again, Jacked Up was just a really nice, unexpected pleasure. The the place, that first beer I had 
nice. just I, I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, yeah, this is, had a really good time there. Uh, is there anything else? Um, look at oh, so I did. I I feel like I this is not necessarily the 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 biggest highlight, but I had a wonderful time there. I uh, okay, I'm going to combine these two things here a little okay. bit. So there, there was a I, I, one of the places that was recommended even from the very first time I went there when I went to White Labs, a place that was not on your list that you gave me. Uh, they told me about a place called Gravity Heights. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah, sort yeah, of, it's it's, it. It, it's weird. It's like kind of, it's it's in Miramar, but it's not in quite as industrial place as some of the other ones. It's sort of like in a little office park thing. Hmm. Uh, and uh, there was a, a, a the woman behind the bar, we were just talking and I was saying why I was in town, that I was going to Lake Elsinore for a wedding and she was from Lake Elsinore. And then I got into a nice conversation with a guy next to me. Uh, and I was saying, yeah, I'm, I'm going heading up there. Uh, and I hadn't managed to get to Bel- Belching Beaver. And he'd mentioned that there was a place in Vista, which is kind of on the way to Lake Elsinore. So mm-hmm. similar sort of situation, stopping off at a place because I know my hotel might not be ready by the time I get there. Mm-hmm. And I went to that place and I, uh, you know, it's funny, uh, Phil, have you heard this? Uh, the, the one that people are always talking about with Belching Beaver is their peanut butter stout. Yes. Yes. And I'm not really that into peanut butter beers. I like them sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't other times. Uh, and and the ones I had, I had an oyster stout there oh, uh, called Shuckin' Awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I had, uh, this is funny because I think this is a great name, but I'm curious to see since you're both, I think you two are about the same age. Uh, and uh, But uh, they had a beer called Unfrozen Caveman Lager. <laughs> do, you, do you get the joke? Yeah, I know there's a South Park episode. I was going to say, is there? A, is, is, yeah. I remember from SNL, wasn't there? That's an it. That's it exactly. Right. Unfrozen yeah. Caveman Lawyer was a Phil Hartman character. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. Gosh. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, and and uh, if, if I had a button to play the theme, so I'm just going to sing it a little bit. It's like he used to be a caveman, but now he's a lawyer. Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer, and th- that's how the, every sketch started. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was all about anyway. Uh, but I thought it was a really nice deep cut for a reference. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and the bartender appreciated me explaining it to him as well, because uh, until I did, he thought it was about Encino man, oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> which gosh. is a Pauly Shore movie. Uh, that's funny. That's a nineties kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, is, is that, uh, because of that and because it was a dark beer, I just assumed it was like a black lager, but it was actually a doppelbach. But the oh, name is the, the name wasn't entirely off base because it uh, it, it it was Doppelbach is a lager, so it fits and yep. uh, had a really nice time there. I, uh, I, I I I I don't know if uh, if if the name Belching Beaver is supposed to be a bit of an innuendo, but once you start to think of it being an innuendo, you can't Ooh, stop. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's an image right there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least they went with the double innuendo and not calling it the queefing something or other. Exactly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Yes, exactly. But Sometimes uh, it's best not to ask. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so I really like the, the combination of going to those two places. Um, and I also, you mentioned about Green Flash. I, I did have a really nice time there. I uh, I, I will have to say that uh, the, the beer there itself uh, is not so much in my wheelhouse sometimes. That doesn't matter. There, I found they're so committed to the traditional West Coast IPA that yes. I couldn't quite connect with the beer there. Uh, but everyone there was really, really nice. Uh, had kind of a fun thing happen where I was just uh, 
I, I think I took a picture of their menu and put it on Instagram right away. Uh, and while I was sitting at the bar, I saw a guy because there's some really, really nice uh, the way they have them where the, you know, the, the hand drawn tiles with all the stuff. And I saw a guy making some of those. Mm. Uh, and so I took a picture of it, took it. And uh, my friend, Jared, who runs uh, sweet Avenue, who's going to be a future guest on the show, uh, respond on Instagram. Hey, really like those menus. Cause they're similar to the style that he does his in. And so I was able to go and tell the guy like, Hey, a guy who does this in New York saw it and, and, and then I showed them some of Jared's. And so they had that, they got each got to admire each other's work across the coast. And I thought oh, that was a lot fun. of fun. So, yeah. Very cool. Did you make it to electric out in Lake Elsinore? I, I, I did not. I, uh, uh, I think, yeah, I yeah. think, I think you sent me a text the, the morning I was leaving Lake Elsinore telling uh, me to go there. But the thing is, it was like, I couldn't really get to anywhere on Saturday because that was the day of the wedding. Right. <laughs> so uh, like, like, it's like, uh, guys, uh, you don't mind if I take a break here, just go visit us. Go no, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was just, there was so much about, cause I was, I was helping out. I was uh, not the, in the wedding party, but I was helping out with stuff. I had jobs to do. So I had to, it was a four o'clock wedding that I had to get there at two o'clock for, and it was a good time. Uh, and then the <laughs> next day was recovering from that. And also just going back to the same house and everyone having sort of a, after after wedding party kind of deal and by the time i left on monday electric wasn't open again till wednesday oh, and i was leaving on oh, tuesday right. so Ooh. again another reason to go back exactly uh, had, a, had, had a very good time everywhere i went uh and uh, i i know i and i did actually i spoke briefly about uh the uh the airport what was really great about it was not just that all the beers at the airport bar were local it's the fact that the bartender knew exactly how to steer macro-brained people uh, to micro stuff that would be a good equivalent. That's right. really impressive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I know I had something. I didn't make it to Harland ever, but I had a Harland beer there, and I had another oh, one that I seem not to have recorded. Uh, but I, I just remember at some point, like a guy sitting next to me. This wasn't the only. I saw this happen two or three times. So this is just hmm. the one I remember. The guy was sitting next to me. He said, oh, yeah, do you have any Stella? And he says, uh, well, actually, everything here is local, but I think you might like this rice lager. Uh-huh. And he gave it to him. The guy loved it. It was great. So, yeah. I mean, that's See, we, that. Yeah. We had this happen. Uh, so the captain and I were at the Pony Bar, which, as the listeners know, is one of our favorites. And we watched the exact same thing happen when someone asked for a uh, Guinness the other night. Uh... And I think that is the mark of a true, excellent craft beer tender is the person who can quickly turn things around and introduce people to the craft options. The so craft hats option, off. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it's it, rather than like, just not being like, Oh no, we don't have it. Or yep. being like, Oh no, we don't have it. Those are two different things. Exactly. One yes. is, one is ignorance. Last. One is snobbery. It's snobbery rather than yeah. like, no, but I think we can help you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, it's, that is a great craft bartender. Like, yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I you might actually like what I'm going to recommend better, but you will recognize yeah. what you're looking for in the taste. So, yeah. And yeah. also, welcome to craft beer. Yeah. Right, I mean, right. I've, I've seen, among other people, I've seen Sarah at uh, the Beer and Cheese Collective do that on yeah. many occasions. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, hey, welcome. This might be a little unfamiliar, but we're cool too. <laughs> well, we're going to make this happen for you. This all we, 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 we can all find something. We, we have beer. We have beer here. So, what more? <laughs> Don't worry. It might not be a name you recognize, but uh, we'll all have a good time. I tell you, though, out of here on the West Coast, nothing's more uh, cringy than when you're out hiking in the woods and you come across someone's spot where they had posted up the night before. And it's just 
a bunch of empty Stella bottles just oh. littering up the forest. And you're like, you damn kids. You don't even drink good beer. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, we got our six yeah. pack of Stella out on a hike and we're going to get drunk out in the woods and just leave our trash here. And you're like, you little bastards. But Phil, let's be honest. You'd be just as pissed off if it were a six, six pack of Harland rice lagers. Right. Yeah. True. True. But I just, I'm just like, oh man, Stella, huh? <laughs> you're going to yeah. do it. At least do it right. I suppose that's the mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, well I, I, I guess that's the end of our California story, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah. if anyone has any fun weekend beer, uh, either upcomings or past goings that they'd like to, to share. Well, we, we sort of side sidestepped into it, but I, yeah. I, we did have a wonderful time last night at the Pony Bar. Very uh, true. It was great great I, seeing Dan. Uh, yep. If you don't know who we're talking about, listen to episode uh, 48. Yep. I had Dan eight McLaughlin. tacos. Eight tacos. I was impressed. I only had two. I know. Uh, I, I here's the thing: when you get two dollar tacos, and they're as good, they're not California tacos, Brew Guy Phil. Let's be very clear. Oh, this man. is a, this is a New York attempt on a taco, so it's a solid like six relative to what California can produce. But as long as there's no ketchup and mayonnaise on it, we're mm-hmm. we're solid. Nope, comes with okay. a lime. You got a shrimp option, carnitas. You can do the whole thing. Um, but yeah, go. they were fantastic. They were uh, really excellent. And we had, I mean, I had four beers. I think you may have had more than that, Captain. I think I did. That's probably why I didn't have room for as many tacos. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Last time I went to San Diego, I tried to do 24 tacos in 24 hours. And holy oh, wow. shit, I did it. But man, that was intense. Now, how big are these well, they, tacos? They're, they're big, yeah. Tacos, you know, street oh, tacos. Oh, little guys. Okay, yeah, the that's what we're having. Yeah, that's yeah but some, some of those street tacos can be pretty thick. I mean, because we, we have yeah. really great taco trucks in New York. Uh, that's there's true. a place around the corner from me that seems to have disappeared and i'm i grieve their loss every day uh mm-hmm. but generally Cheers. speaking if you're going to a taco truck in new york your standard order is three yep yep uh and it'll right. be like three for anywhere between 10 to 15 dollars yep uh yep. and 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 i noticed right away they seemed a little more expensive in california however they were heartier uh yeah. like when i was at al smith they had a great taco truck there and i did like three like carne asada tacos there and they were really, really good. But I also thought, like, I, I, I would have been okay with two of these. <laughs> I, I happily ate all three, but but yes. two probably would have been enough. Yes. Any fish tacos? Did I have any fish tacos? I uh, I didn't have any fish tacos, but at the Belching Beaver, I had a fish burrito. There you go. Yep. I did bad. have fish tacos at the cellar in Benicia, and they were quite good. Yes, with my yes. unique beer. <laughs> Yeah, Al Smith. I know I didn't mention this uh, before, but uh, part of the reason I, I have very, very limited notes about my whole experience there mm. uh, was because I was doing nothing but uh, nothing but flights, nothing but sample pours. Because if I tried to do, if I, even that, I was, I was, I was, I was feeling very well when I went out of there oh, because nice. it was just so good and so many I wanted to order. Uh, one of them actually was a collaboration with uh, Amigang. Um, oh wow. And I asked him if that was being sold on the East Coast. And he said, uh, it was basically, it's a combination of the Speedway Stout and the uh, the Three Philosophers. Mm. Uh, and uh, he said, it had, they had there were definitely some barrels of that on the East Coast, but uh, I don't think it made it much much far out of Cooperstown. Okay. Well, that seems reasonable. Yeah. 
All right. So uh, I I know one thing I definitely uh, wanted to talk about as well in our wrapping up our whole week in beer. We do have uh, a huckup that needs to be mentioned. Oh, very important. Got to get those huckups in. So last week we were talking about uh, about folks beer and mm-hmm. uh, how they are no longer uh, somehow they just vanished very quickly. No one so has sad. a lot of answers. And uh, Huck mentioned something about how he'd been trying to find answers and he he uh, went to all his usual resources, including the incredible beer blog mm-hmm. Brew York, uh, yes. and said he couldn't find anything there. Um, and uh, Brew York uh, actually reached out back to us and said that he uh, he actually did write something about them. Uh, oh. But he also is frustrated as we are, just doesn't have a whole lot of information. But he definitely posted everything he could and noted and grieved their their passing. Uh, it mm-hmm. was in their uh, October twenty eighth edition. So, uh, oh wow, uh, Brew York, we regret the, we regret the error. And uh, well, first of all, I, I the one the one silver lining in all of this is like he listens to our show. I know how sweet is that? Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm because well, what I do is I. I I, I tagged him uh, on our Twitter post uh, for the release to let him know that, you know, he, we mentioned him in the show and uh, right. and he listened and, and thank you. And uh, if there's anything you do, I also uh, did uh, text with uh, Huck and he, he he wants to express his personal apologies to you for uh, for 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 getting that wrong. And if there's anything we can uh, we can do to make it up to you, in fact, if you want to come on the show, yeah, uh, be our guest, uh, we'd certainly be happy to do it in, in that way. Yes, please come on and, and uh, let us know all of your beer glory, and we can correct our wrongs against you uh, with that. But here's Definitely. the thing. If, if you're not, you know, in, in that position, and you're just a fellow beer vendor drinking along with us, and you'd like to get in touch with us, um, Captain, how can the fine people, fine people out there in the world find us? Well, I mean, I got to start from Twitter because that's where yeah. uh, where Brew York, uh, mm-hmm. same way that Brew York reached out to us right there at, at the Beer Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Beer Avengers is a way you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, if you're a little more traditional, uh, if you're old, I guess traditional is like uh, old, like like some of us who still. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's I still do check my email. Uh, I know with Phil, sometimes I have to I have to reach out to him on Instagram to tell him to check his emails. Uh, but I know that's how you kids do these things these days. So, you the know, gram I'm, is real. I'm, I'm, the gram I, is real. I, 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 I'm a digital dinosaur, apparently. Uh, used to be only analog. People were dinosaurs. Now there are digital versions of the dinosaurs. But yeah, you can reach out to us at thebeervengers at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, any of those places, uh, hopefully we will see it. I almost missed that thing on Twitter. That, that's how much of a digital dinosaur I am. I just looked at like, oh, because it's so, hard to see sometimes when people respond. But yeah. Now, yeah. did you get an email saying that you had a message on Twitter? Because that's really the full encapsulation of all of this. I honestly did not. It was like about an hour before we were recording. And I said, oh, I wonder if I got any feedback from uh, posting. Because I, I like all the places we've talked about today. Mm-hmm. I, when I edit the show, I write down everything we talked about so I can tag them all on Twitter. Uh, uh, when I do it. So I was like, Hey, I wonder if we got any feedback from that. And I clicked on it like an hour before we recorded. I'm like, Oh, here's Brew York. And Oh, we got something wrong. So, Oh, uh, ouch. that's all right. We, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm glad he, he found us worthy of, of listening to, because I honestly, I've gotten a lot of information from Brew York. Not, not so much recently. I check it out, uh, at my leisure, but when I first started beer vendoring seriously, Mm-hmm. I uh, I was all, always looking for places that were doing tap takeovers. Uh, I yeah. remember he always had like a great calendar list of this is happening at this place, uh, like an barcade in Brooklyn on Tuesday, yep. and this is happening yep, yep, yep. At, at at the Blind Tiger on Thursday. It was great. So, uh, so well, glad, a glad, glad that we're for all Gotham in touch beer with drinkers. Each other. No question. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, Phil, do you have any, any final thoughts? You know, I'm just glad to be here with you again. And, and, uh, I guess in the spirit of the season, I'm thankful to, uh, have, uh, shared some of that California knowledge of beer with you all. Well, well, thank you. I think that's a wonderful note to, uh, end on unless you have anything yeah. else, brew, beer wonder. Well, just, just one, just one little thing, uh, brew uh-huh. felt. Super no more wine. Oh yeah. No more wine first. Yes. But most importantly, come back anytime. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Come back anytime. This has been great. Yeah. So I'll have to, uh, you know, reach out again, maybe in the spring and then see what's happened between now and then. Last absolutely. time I was on the show, I was unemployed and now I've got a new job and I moved to a new area of the state and who knows what'll happen by spring. So exactly. Well, and of share. course, when you're out here on the East coast, make sure that you, uh, come and say hi, because we'll take you out for, uh, to show you some of our favorite, uh, of the Gotham beer scene. Absolutely. Uh, Always, always looking for any excuse, but always great to see you in in person as well. It'd be nice. All yes, right. Well, thanks. Sure. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Beer Wonder. Thanks all the Beer Avengers out there listening and following and downloading and, you know, like and subscribe whenever you can. And, uh, oh, look, hey, I think, uh, I think. Uh, uh, Huck, uh, Huck a a wild sh- Huck has wandered in. Oh, uh, hey, Huck, you're just in time. Why don't you play us out? Thanks, everyone. Yeah. See you next time. With a beer, beer, beer. Beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Avengers.